So I thought I'd talk about, very, very quickly, the horrific tragedy in Israel that's currently going on right now. It is obviously extremely horrific and terrible, and it is very, very clearly biblical prophecy. Most people don't want to look at it in that way, especially people within the news media. And especially, I, I'm not even sure if a lot of the majority of Hollywood are really looking at it with due diligence and due seriousness, alongside of the fact that most people in Hollywood don't even look at the Bible or even any religious text in general with due seriousness. But what happened, as according by CBS News, an assault and startling breath, it says, Hamas gunmen rolled into as many as 22 locations outside the Gaza Strip. So they, they in a sense here, they ended up literally gunning down people is extremely terrible and their soldiers essentially attacked Israel and bombed Israel it was ex it, it's it's a magnitude of horrification it's just completely terrible and we've always got to ask ourselves and wonder exactly why these things happen and of course it's it's not because God wants to be some insane cosmic ruler that's basically similar to if an insane human being was a cosmic ruler, but it's because reformation has to happen as a result of people realizing how evil evil really is. And if people don't really realize how evil really is, then they're obviously not going to change. Now specifically, it's extremely difficult to understand the full clarity of the end times. There have been a multiple extremely real and out-in-the-open prophecies that have continued to come true every single year when it comes to the subject. Firstly, the strength of Asia, specifically North Korea, in the book of Revelation. As it appears, North Korea is part of the Revelation prophecy here. It's explained that there's always a heavy amount of false unity that has to take place in order for the Antichrist to provide this extent of unity. And, and, and that's really why these biblical prophecies are obviously happening right now. And, and that's one of the reasons why morally disunification is so disgratifying. Why people, why people don't want disunification. They want unification in marriage. They want unification in family. They want unification for an entire country. And they want strength in an entire country. So that in of itself should make you question of these biblical prophecies and know that they are true and they are coming to fruition. Of course, North Korea and a place such as Israel is an unlikely pattern partnership, but of course, this is just the point. Here there will likely be an unlikely but still likely partnership between these two by the means of uh, by the means of Christian doctrine, by the means of biblical prophecy. And that means that the Antichrist will, of course, use this to come to power, and people don't even realize it. Now, what age was Jesus when he went to the cross? Well, he was 33. So this should tell you that as real as it gets, we do not know the age of the Antichrist, and we do not know that the age that he currently could be right now if he's currently in the world. Really, as dark as the world is today, no one would really know straightforwardly if the Antichrist was in the world currently due to the fact that Hollywood enjoys searching out for 
18, 19, 20 year old females so that they can sell their body for a celebrity status or searching out a mid 20s or 30s year old male to become an actor and later on possibly become a porn star or turn to drugs and near suicide. That's essentially what the whole of Hollywood essentially stands for. It's, it's what their partnership is. And of course, that allows partnerships between armies to succeed in biblical prophecy to completely catch people off guard. Now, the Bible also states, and other people continue to this conclusion of the prophecy, that North Korea will have, in partnership with Russia, a 200 million person army. And North Korea currently has millions in their army right now. That's why they actually structurally go against us by the means of AI and by strength worldwide and why we should actually be taking these things seriously. Not only because it's for protection of our communities, but also so that we're on the right side of this prophecy and we don't fall into darkness and utter woes. And as a matter of fact, if those sounds that people have currently been hearing have been what people have been stating to hear in Tennessee, in Texas, in Utah, there were some all over the world in Europe as well, and there might have even been one in Jerusalem. I didn't search and find all of them. But if those are real, then we are definitely in the first woe due to the war efforts and due to all the wars going back and forth. But if those aren't real, and it's actually delusion, and it's actually either full-on, flat-out demonic power, or if it's just flat-out governmental agencies and the FBI and the CIA in America in part with all of the other government agencies all throughout the world that are all taking part in this trick people into thinking they're aliens with these trumpet sound noises type of thing, if that's actually happening and that's actually their secret of all secret plan or whatnot that they're following through on, then that actually still means that we're in the first woe. Because it's still deception and it's still a flat out overarching example of a government being extremely manipulative, which is part of the end times prophecy and is part of the overarching clarity that people see if they read the Revelation and see that there will be brother versus brother and there will in turn be sister versus sister, family versus family and of course that will all be started by governmental delinquency and governmental manipulation that sends people into manic panic if you will that's all part of what will happen and thus Hollywood already in general is not only using sexual uh, sexuality related sin and other sins as their gods and goddesses but every single form of manipulation will be used in turn before the great deception now as I responded to that young man going through trying times on reddit this past week we need to look at the situation with Hamas in this way regardless if we of if we are Orthodox Jews, Messianic Jews, Christians, or Christian Catholics, with a full reading of scripture and, and scriptural interpretation here. What we need to look at is, of course, a full reading of Lamentations. 
which is very, very fantastic, regardless of what you're going through. And it was used by God's people to reference whenever they were overwhelmed in battles and whenever they were overwhelmed in general. And this is why authors out there look to the Book of Lamentations as such a great means of structure and such a great means of spiritual structure to allow men, as an example, to get up on their own feet after heartbreak, get up on their own feet after a broken marriage, or some sort of horrific divorce, some sort of travesty, finances, deaths in the family, whatever it might be. Authors love going to Lamentations, and people should go love going to Lamentations, because Lamentations was what actually built up God's people whenever they put themselves into travesty. And here, of course, by the means, since this is biblical prophecy, it's not necessarily people throwing themselves into travesty, but it's travesty occurring so that the world can eventually be reborn. And of course, on other other stents and other scenarios within the theological basis of thinking, other people have other thoughts when it comes to how the end times are going to occur. For example, the Jehovah's Witnesses take the 144,000 instead of 144,000 selected from different tribes and nations in order to die under the authority of the Antichrist so that people believe, instead of taking that route, instead of taking that interpretation, Jehovah's Witnesses say 144,000 will rule. And obviously, Jesus will return and rule, and those 144,000 will rule. So Jehovah's Witnesses always want to be within the 144,000. However, we have to look at this type of issue and scenario in this way. We don't rule. God rules. We have authority, but God has all of the authority. Next, in following up to Lamentations, we have to follow up with the reading of Psalms and Proverbs. Maybe not the whole entire book, because people have jobs, people have stresses that they're going through. So as a result, you should at least read some of the Proverbs and some of the Psalms, because this seeks to uplift the spirit, and this is quite honestly as well why a lot of authors put these three books together back and forth when they're writing a particular book about overcoming travesty. Of course, this is also what the ancient Jews would do to overcome travesty back in the day. And I encourage everyone as well to do this also. But in short, in the end, we also have to look, of course, at Revelation. And this is where statistically a lot of Christians are struggling and a lot of people in the world are struggling. And this is why a lot of people say, well, you don't want to be famous in Hollywood because it will take you away from everything that you know to be dear to you. And it will take you away from a life of servitude to God and it will make you a life servant to mental illness. And that really is in fact true and currently people are going through insane travesties, especially in Israel, that throw them into that type of mindset and thinking. And surely we have to use these three books of the Bible to bring us back to God. As a matter of fact, that's why we that's that's why the Wailing Wall is in Israel. And certainly we have to have our own wailing wall and that's our relationship to God. We have to wail to God. We have to we have to bring all of our woes to God and we literally have to cry out to God. The Hebrew is literally cry out. It's literally the exact opposite 
of gnashing of teeth. It's the exact opposite. And that's of course meaning to reference hell. And this is why so many people struggle when they go through insanities and life like this. They don't have anyone to wail to. They only have themselves, them, themselves to wail to. Specifically here, the Orthodox Jews believe in God, and therefore, of course, they're going to will to God, and we have to do so as well. And we have to be extremely prayerful, and we have to let godliness supersede all of our worries. The strongest action we can do during this time is pray, and the best defense that the enemy cannot withstand, even in this madness for us, is to bring our hurts and pains to Jesus as we are meant to do so. Either decide and turn to throw ourselves to evil, which is something we could in fact do, which other people have done, and lose hope, or we can cling to hope knowing Jesus is our only hope. The word woe in Hebrew literally means wasting and wailing. And in the book of Ezekiel, it even references wailing for an entire day. And we have to ask ourselves, how often do we wail? Do we wail for an entire day, at least prayerfully, or do we not do it at all? And surely in this time in Israel's history, we will be in full prayer for them, this entire year and for the years to come. More to come on the show. Talk to you this week.